New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I don't mind it. I've certainly played worse lines this year. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford. AKA Slim Cliffy joining me for the next hour to talk about the Vancouver Canucks just absolutely nuking their playoff chances last night. Single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty well. Yeah. If you had Yossi, Klingberg, and Ned, you had 120 points right off the bat there. So you could have just fielded the team of who? And you probably would have had a nice cash. Yeah, um, John Klingberg went absolutely ham sandwich last night uh, in um, in Montreal, scored two goals, had an assist, scored the overtime winner, uh, I believe. Uh, you and I talked about the Dallas defensemen, how, you know, we're definitely playing playing them almost every night because uh, without Miro Haskin in, it's moved up minutes for Lindell, it's moved up minutes for Hawk and Paw, et cetera, et cetera. I did not get to any John Klingberg last night, though. Looking back, it made sense to play him, and I'm kind of mad at myself for not having him. You know, obviously it's in retrospect and all that, but it seemed like a good one-off spot, right? Like um, the top line really hadn't been clicking. Montreal has a bad penalty kill. You know, it, you could definitely see Klingberg coming through having that type of game and that type of matchup. So, you know, congrats to anybody that did have him. Uh, one of the big games last night was uh, Washington going into Columbus and just beating their brains out seven to two. Um, no one on Washington, I mean, Anthony Mantha had a pretty big game, two goals and hit the shot bonus. Um, one of those goals, I believe Corpus Allo kicked into his own net. It was, uh, Mantha was looking up like, how'd that go in? Like, yeah, um, that's just kind of the way it goes. But, you know, you and I talked yesterday on the show about Washington and how that second line really hadn't found their footing since Anthony Mantha return which i think is to be fair like these guys are all older players not old but older um you know the, mantha got traded there late last year there's not a ton of history with him and nicholas backstrom if that second line starts to figure it out uh and can kind of insulate kuznetsov and ovechkin washington starts to look like a much different team what do you think yeah i agree um still the, the top of the east is loaded top of the west is loaded so like 
I mean, I, it, the top of the West doesn't really matter to Washington, but like if, you know, they can get into these later rounds with two lines clicking and a decent third line, then they're much more likely or have a better chance of making some noise. Although I think, you know, as long as the Panthers stay healthy, this is probably knocking some wood their year, but we'll see. Yeah, um, they definitely do uh, look like a pretty good team that is just rounding into form. Um, Vegas also pulled out a win last night at home against that Florida team. Florida uh, coming up later on the slate. Vegas is really going through uh, a lot of injuries right now. I don't know if you watched any of that game last night. I didn't catch any of it. I have been watching a fair bit of Vegas just to watch Jack Eichel. Um, They don't look like a good team. And it's hard to blame them. They're basically missing their top line. Um, their top, you know, their second defense pair, their starting goalie. Like there's way too many injuries here on the flip side, Florida, like that back-to-back, they really didn't look, uh, I mean, not to say they didn't look great. They got beat by a clearly inferior team. The problem that sometimes we have with Florida is, you know, players moving around uh, different line changes, like during the games and stuff like that. The Florida Panthers, though, they started Spencer Knight last night. Um, that kind of bugged me. Uh, it got me. I had a ton of uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. And I think that's something we should probably mention at the top of the show. This is a special weekend uh, in the NHL because of Monday. Monday is NHL trade deadline day. So, you know, not that they were going to trade Sergey Bobrovsky, but you might see some stuff like that uh, in the next few days. Uh, where a goalie will get a, a start because they want to make sure the other goalie doesn't get hurt because he's going to get traded or a guy's going to get sat or something like that. Um, there are a few spots like that today uh, that we're going to have to watch out for. What are your overall thoughts on this slate? We have a lot of back-to-backs uh, on here. We have some bad matchups. We have some good matchups. Um, what are your thoughts on this slate, especially given the time of year that we're in right now? Like yesterday was just a circus large slate. And today we have six games, but it is a scene. Like we got the Flyers back to back on the road in Ottawa. Like the Carolina and Caps both played yesterday. They're playing each other. Boston has a ton of injuries. The Flames have a massive total against back to back Sabres, but their minutes are a concern. The Ducks are sitting everybody, but they're playing the Panthers who are back to back on the road. The Sharks are playing the Avs with like, the Sharks played – did they play yesterday too? Yeah, they did, Yeah, no? yeah they did. Yeah, they so did. they're back-to-back. They get the rested abs who have been in San Jose since, like, 1993, so they're rested. You know, this slate is just nuts. I generally like slates that are, like, five to nine games. Like, once you get over ten, it's just ridiculous for a single entry. So, like, from a standpoint of getting down to a single lineup, I think it'll be easier than yesterday. But, man, like every single game on this slate has, I guess, issues isn't the best word, but that's the word that's coming out of my mouth right now. So each game has their own set of issues. Yeah, each game definitely has something to watch out for. Uh, We will certainly be talking about those one at a time. Uh, We will get to those games in just a second before uh, we get too much further. Uh, Just want to say thank you to Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo is the sponsor of the show, have been our sponsor this entire season. And if you're new to DFS, specifically if you haven't played over on Yahoo yet, uh, they're giving away some free money for first-time Yahoo uh, players. So uh, the link is below. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show. But thanks uh, again to Yahoo for being 
our sponsor here today. Uh, and also, if the chat could, please throw us a thumbs up, click the like button. Uh, those likes help us out. If you can do that, you can also click the subscribe button if you haven't already. Those subscriptions really help us out. They help grow this channel. They keep these shows like this and shows like the NBA Deeper Dive and shows like MMA Live Before Lock and keep all those shows coming on a regular basis. So please click the subscribe button if you haven't already and click the notification button to get alerts whenever we do go live on the air. Uh, be sure to check out our free premium tools and data up on the site. Uh, we have something uh, for everyone, well, mostly everyone, almost every day. Uh, today is no exception. We have our NBA player rankings. We have our NHL player projections, and we have our UFC pro plays all up on the site. So whether it's NBA or NHL or uh, UFC tomorrow, uh, we have something up on the site for everybody uh, to enjoy. We're giving away a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum as well. Head on over to the Osmo Podcast channel. That link is below as well. Leave a five-star review uh, with your Twitter handle or Osmo username, and you will be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Not a bad little deal there uh, for just leaving a, a quick review. I've heard people enjoy uh, the podcast version because they can get through it a lot faster, but uh, then you don't get Josh mimicking uh, Frank the Tank. And there's just something a little bit lost when you don't get uh, the video of Josh doing his Frank the Tank impression. Uh, but yeah, just head on over to the Osmo Podcast channel, leave it a five-star review, and you'll get a chance to win a free month. All right, let's get to these games, Josh. The first game is Philly with a 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators have a 3.4 implied goal total. This is a game that uh, you and I might call an absolute festival. Uh, Philly played last night in Philadelphia. So, you know, cross-border overnight travel, um, not a breeze these days. Might get easier here in a couple of weeks with some uh, relaxed restrictions. But for now, uh, it is a travel, travel day for them, back-to-back. -back. Uh, Ottawa somewhat rested. This is their third game this week, but they did not play last night. Two big pieces of news here. One, Claude Giroux not playing. Um, they're holding him out uh, in case of injury because he is a, one of the players that is expected uh, to get traded this weekend. So Claude Giroux is not playing. He was on a line last night uh, with Morgan Frost and Travis Konechny. Not that they're – I mean, I do like Travis Konechny. Morgan Frost isn't a guy that I particularly uh, target, but it will change up that line. Uh, depending what they want to do with it. We'll see. We just don't, won't know until warmups hit. Uh, on the Ottawa side, Thomas Shabbat broke his hand in the last game. He will be out for the rest of the season, it looks like. It likely means Eric Brandstrom up to the top power play. Now, also with Ottawa, they're also expecting, not expecting, I shouldn't say that, there's also the possibility that they hold out a bunch of players here tonight. Uh, because there are some guys that might be getting traded from uh, the Ottawa lineup. I think the most notable one is Nick Paul. Uh, he's the second-line center right now. There's been reports they're trying to uh, extend him, but they can't come to a, a contract agreement and all that. So if they can't do it uh, relatively soon, he may not be playing tonight. Nick Paul might be out. Zach Sanford might be out. Chris Tierney might be out. There could be some guys missing from this Ottawa lineup. None of their superstars or anything, but there will be some guys out, plus Thomas Shabbat. So... Yeah, this game looks like to be an absolute festival ahead of us here, Josh. What do you think? Yeah, and like 
The problem is the Flyers back to back on the road, which means our fan favorite, Senor Fiesta, <laughs> Martin Jones in that. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Claude Giroux out. Like, we, like, like Claude Giroux at this stage of his career, not like the Claude Giroux he was five years ago, but take Claude Giroux out of this Flyers lineup and you have Morgan Frost, probably the second line setter tonight. Okay, if it's little, not him, it's Derek Broussard. Well, I mean, Derek Broussard might be the top line center. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, yeah, Martin Jones, Derek Broussard, Morgan Frost. Uh, and decent ownership on the Ottawa top line. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. And like Norris Kachuk, they, they've been playing 17, 18, 19 minutes recently the past few games which is a tick up. And I imagine with these guys out, like I have a hard time, like if they're going to trade, try to trade Nick Paul, but he's probably not going to play. T- we, we won't know for a little bit, but like you would think like this top line is probably going to see at least 17, 18 minutes tonight going into at best Derek Broussard or at best Kevin Hayes. You know what I mean? Like the center depth on the flyers right now is, non-existent so like i i think you know like ottawa won here at i don't know 13 percent is fine is it my favorite spot of the night no but if you're building like in mme mid-range lines together i think this is a nice spot where you can do that they are to see if colin white is there and he's only 4k i like colin white um you know he's he's recently returned from injury I don't think 2C is a big deal on DraftKings, especially with um, there's a couple lines that are all wings tonight. Uh, Calgary 3, Flyers 2, if it's Farabee, Frost, Konechny. So, like, it, it's not a huge, huge deal anyway with the utility spot. So, I, I don't mind throwing Ottawa 1 in the mix. And I see Jake in the chat saying, uh, has Ottawa 3 been touted yet? Who's even going to be Ottawa 3? If Nick Paul's out, like you're playing Zach Sanford here, big boy with Chris Tierney. Um, uh, don't slam my man, Adam Goddard like that. Thank you very much. I, I didn't say anything bad, but my, my adopted half brother of Alex Forment and Adam Goddard. So <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like Florida or excuse me, Ottawa one's probably where I would, just be at right now it like if Nick Paul's out depends who moves up you know what I mean like could Gaudette center that line maybe is Tierney gonna play we don't know but we do know the top line is gonna be Kachuk Norris White going into a good matchup back to back on the road 
against Martin Jones. So I'm in on Ottawa one on the flyer side. We really just need to see lines here. Um, if it is Van Riemsdyk, Broussard, Atkinson as the top line, I would imagine they see Norris Kachuk. Now they're getting double digit ownership and that that's going to be a no for me. Flyers back to back on the road. For me, I would probably go down to some iteration of the second line. You don't have to, if it is Morgan Frost, Farabee, Konechny. I think Farabee, Konechny, two-man is fine. You're not getting too much ownership. They're going to get not the Norris line, and we just don't know the depth of the sense here. And uh, Chibot's out, who's, you know, I don't know how much that's going to help them or hurt them defensively. It's going to hurt them offensively, but, like, Eric Brandstrom getting over 20 minutes a night instead of Chabot 25 cannot help defensively. So like if you had to go to the Flyers here tonight, and I think like if you're making, obviously if you're making 100 to 150, you don't really want to X out these teams, especially going into the depth of Ottawa here. I think it would be a Farabee Konechny two-man that I'd be looking at. Or even like Kevin Hayes is a one-off, but like I just don't know who he's going to be playing yeah, I I, w- I will start with the with the flyer side first here. Um, I'm assuming that JBR Broussard Atkinson line is going to stay together. Um, they played yesterday, haven't playing for a while. Like, I don't see the sense of like moving Broussard off that line to play with Konechny and then finding another center to go play with them. And then just, it just seems like moving too many things around, especially coming off a win against the playoff team. What concerns me with the Flyers is like. Last night was a big game for them. Like, now that they're not getting to the playoffs, it was probably the biggest game of the season for them, right? Um, This is their captain. This has been, you know, the core player of this team for over a decade. Um, It was his last game in the lineup. So, you know, back-to-back, you know, a hard game last night. It was a 5-4, tough tilt, you know, uh, certainly an emotional one. I, like, I don't know how to predict letdowns. If we could predict letdown situations, we'd be a lot richer than we are right now. Um, but it just seems like one of those spots for a letdown. Back-to-back, you're going into Ottawa on a Friday night. Um, you just, you know, your captain's out of the lineup, expected to get traded, just played his thousandth game, big game last night. So it's kind of where I am with the Flyers. Like, the 3.1 total certainly, you know, draws my attention there. Um, you know, the matchup is really good. It's not like they're getting great ownership. Like that Broussard line is coming in at double, uh, double their expected top two percentage by our top stacks tool. So uh, that is very worrying for me. I would, pro- I'm just going to hold off on the flyers and see what they look like. Um, once, once, uh, sorry, once uh, warmups hit. Cause you know, if we get something like Hayes, connect me, Farabee or Atkinson, Hayes, uh, connect me or something like that. I might be interested, but if, you know, all they're going to do is pretty much keep the same lines and throw like, you know, Zach McEwen, uh, with Travis connect me or something like that, that I'm just going to be out on the flyers. So, um, for now, there's not a lot I like on the Philly side. I, I, we just don't know what the lineups are going to look like. I, I certainly don't have any interest in that Broussard Atkinson Van Riemsdyk line. Like they just haven't been good together. In fact, um, in about 80 minutes since Christmas together, Atkinson and James Van Riemsdyk are controlling at about, oh, 45% of the scoring chances. So, you know, not very good. I can't imagine Derek Broussard will help. So this is an Ottawa game for me. Um, Colin White on the top line. I just want to mention him briefly because he hasn't played much this year. 
um, was injured all year. He's a good player. Like he's not just some fourth. This isn't Zach Sanford being moved up to the top line or something like that. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Blues fans. Um, he's, you know, he's above average by shot assists, which are passes that lead to shots for his teammates. He's above average by shot rate. He's above average defensively. Like that might not screen great player, but being like good across a lot of different things makes you a good player. So I, like, I do like that Ottawa top line here tonight, assuming that, you know, they stay together. Um, ownership is very reasonable on them, too. Um, I think it's a somewhat expensive price that might be uh, keeping that ownership down. But uh, Kachuk and Norris have been pretty good pretty much as long as anybody but Zach Sanford has been on that top line. So I can't imagine Colin White will hurt too much. Uh, yeah, I do like Ottawa one here tonight. Nothing for me from the second line. I do think Nick Paul gets sat. Uh, and they move up somebody like Chris Tierney or something like that. I'm not playing Chris Tierney, uh, Connor Brown. Uh, like, I'm just sorry. I'm just not. So uh, I think Ottawa one is the only thing I really like in this game on the blue line, Eric Brandstrom, obviously 2,500 power play one. Like he might be the highest owned defenseman on the slate here tonight. Um, yeah, just fine using him. I think on the flyer side, <sighs> maybe go back to Travis Sanheim, but I think this is a situation where I probably look elsewhere for my defenseman than looking through the flyers. What do you think? Yeah. Sanheim got a $500 price bump and that's a little bit too much, but if you're in that range, I think he's fine. Yeah. There's just not a whole lot on that side. I might even say like, I think if the flyers win this game tonight is as much as I, it feels weird to say it's probably because party Marty Jones has a good game. Right. So I actually think my favorite flyer to play in this game might be the goalie uh, in tournaments. Uh, We'll talk about goalies a little bit later. He's a fiesta. You got to consider a fiesta on a Friday night. Anything could happen (laughs) at a fiesta. So yeah, yeah, you got to consider it. Uh, Washington 2.6 implied gold total going into Carolina. Carolina hurricanes have a 3.4 implied gold total. As you mentioned, uh, Washington, well, we talked about it. Washington played last night. They beat, uh, Columbus 7-2. Carolina lost last night. They went into Toronto and lost 3-2. I mentioned this earlier in in our Discord chat. Arizona has uh, five games in the last two weeks, I believe, with at least five goals. And Carolina doesn't have one in the last month. It's been a month since the last game where they've scored at least five goals. I... uh, I think two things are, are to blame for that. One is loading up that top line. Um, that top line just hasn't been scoring. Let's, like, let's face it, since they put, they've been put together, they just haven't been scoring. And two is missing Tony D'Angelo. Um, he, he's very important to that power play. Um, he might be back tonight. He was, they thought he might be back last night, but you know, with this back-to-back, maybe they want to hold him out for one game and then you know, give him one home game uh, before they get out on the road or before he gets out uh, over the final, you know, 20 games of the season or whatever. So just watch for Tony D'Angelo uh, being in the lineup tonight. I should also mention uh, Carolina moved around. <laughs> they moved around their wingers last night. Jordan Martinook and Martin Natchez went to the top line with Sebastian Ajo for the third period while Tara Vinen and Svechnikov got moved down to the second line with Vinny Trocek. That's how they played the entire third period. Obviously, we didn't have morning skate today with them being on a back-to-back. We won't know anything until warm-ups. I don't know exactly how they're going to line up here tonight. 
but it would make sense to me that they're that they might change up some lines after back-to-back losses and no games with uh, more than four goals in a month. Yeah, and on the cap side, I think Oshie's probably going to be out tonight. He got banged up and left. We'll have to. He's probably a game time decision. I haven't seen any definitive news. We won't know. But yeah, like I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Trocheck, Svechnikov, Teravainen together. Aho is played with Natchez a bunch. Unfortunately, played with Jordan Martinuk a bunch as well. So, what do you do here? Like it's it's luckily it's an early lock, so we can find out for sure. But Trocheck, Svechnikov, Teravainen would pique my interest a little bit here. I mean, if they keep Svechnikov, Aho, Teravainen together, they're more expensive than Calgary one and Colorado one tonight. So, like, I guess they could be a contrarian option, but, like, they just haven't been that good recently. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't be shocked to see Rob the Bod mix it up. And if he does, Trocek, Svechnikov, Teravainen is 3K cheaper because Trocek is 3K cheaper than Aho. So for that 3K and still getting the power play correlation, I think that's the line I would go to. Now this is all conjecture because we just don't know. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad, unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so (laughs) you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. So, you know, but if that is the case, I do like that. Don't mind Aho Neches. You can do whatever you want with Jordan Martinuk. Yeah, um, not too, too big on Jordan Martinuk. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? No, like, like if it was Jesper Faust, I think I would be fine with that. They're the same price, and Faust can hang with on any line probably, so. But like Martinuk up there, man, I'll probably just go to Trocek, Sveshnikov, Teravon, and I, I just don't love much from this game anyway. Um, but that would be the line. And on the cap side, like we have question marks about Oshi. Pro- at best, a game time decision. That would probably if he was out, they'd probably move back up Tom Wilson, or uh, who knows? Could be Connor McMichael. Could be Sprong. Like we just don't know. But like Ovechkin's minutes are down. Kuznetsov. Meh. It's like I'd rather just look elsewhere for their prices. It's it's an interesting situation in this game tonight because we do have a six total, right? Like it's not like they're expecting a a, a two one game here or something like that. Um, and there's just not much ownership coming in on Washington, which I find fairly interesting because the Carolina the the stacked Carolina top line that we talk about. Um, they do generate a lot of offense. They haven't been scoring, um, but they do generate a lot, but they also give up a lot. 
Uh, and that's something we talk about a fair bit. So I see Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, Shiri coming in with positive leverage uh, by our top stacks tool. I think that top line here is fine to use here tonight. I will say I'm not too big on using the caps on a road back-to-back -back going into Carolina. Oh, no. Uh, what happened? Hegel, Hegel got traded to Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good pickup. Uh for Tampa Bay. That just reminds me of Blake Coleman all over again. So uh, yeah, good for them. Uh, back onto Carolina, Carolina, like both teams here have elite penalty kills. That's one thing that really kind of holds me back here. Both teams, you know, top five, top six by expected goals against over the last six weeks. Like they've been really, really good on the penalty kill. You know, Carolina does take a fair share of penalties, but as we talked about, Washington power play just hasn't been able to find itself all season. Like they're not awful, but they're not great. And when you're not a great power play, um, I don't like your chances against an elite penalty kill. So while I don't mind Washington one here tonight, I think I would probably just be more apt to take like a one-off uh, Ovechkin or something like that. Um, stacking them is just fine. Um, but I think uh, one-off Ovechkin would be somewhere I look in case, you know, Carolina does end up taking way too many penalties, but honestly, yeah, road back to back going into Carolina, Carolina, typically a very good defensive team definitely has a great penalty kill. It just doesn't feel like a good situation to use the caps. You know, you have to play somebody. There are a lot of road back to backs here, so I'm not going to begrudge anybody for playing that top line. I just, I just don't think I would, I think I'd rather look elsewhere for, for that price range. Um, as far as the Carolina lines go, I would be interested in Trocek, Terabine, and Svechnikov. Like, they probably would play, um, all play the power play together. They, they don't have a large sample together this year, but in all the two-man samples like Trocek and Terabine or Trocek and Svechnikov or Terabine and Svechnikov, what have you, they've been pretty good, like all 53% plus expected goal share. Um, they do generate a fair number of scoring chances. So, uh, yeah, I do like that Carolina two-line. If it ends up being Trocek, Svechnikov, uh, and Teravainen, but we just won't know until warm-ups. One thing I will say is that if they do stack that top line, Ajo, Svech, Teravainen, I don't think I'm going to play them. Um, like when I look across uh, at different teams, like we'll talk about um, like Colorado is going to be fairly highly owned, obviously. But when you look across at different teams like, uh, like Boston, uh, you know, we just talked about Ottawa, Calgary one, we'll talk about later on in the slate. Like I think there are just other teams that I'd rather go to especially if Tony D'Angelo's out, like that might change my mind because he is a difference maker on the power play for them. But if he's out, I think I'm out uh, unless they stack uh, Trocek, Sveshnikov, Teravainen on the second line. Uh, on the blue line, uh, I guess if Tony D's back, 5,500 on, on DraftKings is, is kind of just fine for him. Don't mind that. Uh, Martin Fairvery, honestly, is one of my favorite defensemen on this slate. He's playing top pair with John Carlson. Uh, 2,800 on DraftKings. Uh, he's one of my favorite, more favorite tournament cheap defensemen here tonight. What do you think? Yeah, fair, very in play for me. Uh, he's probably not going to get anywhere near the ownership of Brandstrom. Um, Tony D, if he's back, will be in consideration for me as a one-off. Um, that's probably about it. Like Shea and Pesci in the mid fours now. Eh. If yeah. Ethan Bear's still on the top line, maybe as a punt, but like, if Tony D's back, Ethan Bear won't be there. So 
yeah, I, I, it does really matter what he does. And then if he's back, all those guys are just way too expensive. Yeah, I agree with that. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus weekly packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on to these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base package. However, it is a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal. Uh, for those, so, for those any, so for those looking to multi-enter contests, uh, be sure to add Fantasy Cruncher as an add-on. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. All right, let's get to this next game, Josh. Boston, 3.2 implied goal total going into Winnipeg. The Jets have a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, changes here, too. Obviously, no Patrice Bergeron. I think it was an arm infection, they said. Going to miss at least a couple games. No Patrice Bergeron for the Bruins here tonight. Uh, Jack Studnicka, uh, one of their prospects, expected to, to take the top uh, top line role uh, for Patrice Bergeron in this game was Tomas Nosek, I think, in their last game. Should be Studnicka. Here tonight, um, one thing about Studnicka is that they desperately, desperately want him in the lineup. He hasn't been good enough in the, to stay on the third line. So that tells you about, you know, the quality of the player that might be moving up to the top line with Brad Marchand here tonight. On the Winnipeg side, Andrew Kopp is back. He's going to be on the third line. Uh, they're leaving Nikolai Ehlers on the second line. So they're leaving, uh, Winnipeg's leaving their loaded top six. I will note, um, two things. One, sometimes they use Andrew Kopp in a shutdown role when Winnipeg's at home. I'm not sure if they're going to do that here tonight, but he should. And two is that uh, I assume the Pasternak Hall line is the one that's going to get the shutdown line. Um, they did get the shutdown minutes uh, in Minnesota. I assume Winnipeg will do the same. So, um, yeah, no Bergeron. Winnipeg gets Andrew Kopp back. Kopp might be going out against Pasternak. What's our flow chart saying here, Josh? I just can I can I just say like flow chart or not? I hate Winnipeg one. <laughs> I think get that out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, like they're coming in a decent ownership tonight. So like, and their price is decent. So if you want to play them, I think that's fine. Honestly, like if you want to play them, just you know, like make like fine. They're just not a great five-on-five line. That's the that's the problem I have with them. They're just not good at even strength. So they always seem to do work on on the power play. So you know, if you want to play them, that's fine. My favorite line on Winnipeg is Winnipeg two. Al Connor, Pierre Lac Dubois, Nikolai Ehlers. Like the Dubois Connor combo has been the best for Winnipeg all season long. So I'm in on them. They're not getting extreme ownership either. Uh, they're coming in like nine, 10%. Uh, not fully correlated, but, you know, Dubois and Connor on the top power play, Ehlers on the second power play. I'm in on Winnipeg too. You want to play Winnipeg one? I think that's fine. If you see their ownership coming up during the day, you know, do what you want with them. Like if they get into all three of them, get into the double digits or close, I'll probably be out on them. It's just what it is, what it is. I'll go to the good five on five line. Um, yeah, now Jake's going to call me pizza boy for the rest of the year. Thanks. 
GH. He also doesn't like me smiling. So it's that. I'm a happy, I'm a happy guy. Anyway, on the on the Bruins side, I just I don't know. Like that top line just like I, I just feel like Jack Stadnicka and Jake DeBrusker up there for showcase purposes. If if they were, you know not trying to trade these guys, you'd probably see a line of like Charlie Coyle, Brad Marchand, David Posternock or something like that. So like, it just seems like they're up there to try to showcase them. And I just don't know how that's going to go. So they're cheap enough, I guess, but like Marchand's numbers without Bergeron are this season are a mess. So like, I don't know if I'm going to get to any Boston one here. I, again, if it's going to be a line, it's going to be Boston two, but I just, I'm not a huge fan of Hall. Hall hasn't been finishing. It's been his career Achilles heel. I guess if anything, I would one off Pasternak for that power play. And that's about it. It's a 3.2 total on the road. There just isn't much that I like. Maybe like Charlie Coyle, David Pasternak, two man for some power play or something, but like, I don't know. If, if you think you like Marshan, go look at his wowies without Bergeron season. They are atrocious. That's, that's the point that I'm glad that you brought up um, about the Boston side is that Patrice Bergeron, I think, is arguably having not quite an MVP season, but just a tier below that. And he's definitely having a Selkie-worthy season as a two-way forward. Brad Marshan this year has played uh, 100 minutes without uh, Patrice Bergeron as his center. Brad Marchand with anybody but Patrice Bergeron as his center this year, we're looking at 20 scoring chances, four per 60 minutes, and 34 against, 38% of the scoring chance share. That's just, I can't talk about just how bad that is. That's like, that's you're out of the NHL uh, quality. Now, obviously, that's not, on Brad Marchand, it's on the fact that he probably has to carry the entire line when Patrice Bergeron isn't there. But that's exactly what's going to happen tonight. He's going to have Jack Studnick and probably Jake DeBrusque. He's going to have to carry that line. I don't think it's a very good Boston line. I think, like you mentioned, Hall Hall of Pasternak. Breast milk science. It's a thing. And it's our thing. We're Byheart. We're an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet. Breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We make our formula in our own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, using a small batch manufacturing process that works to preserve the integrity of our ingredients. We ran the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in 25 years and clinically proved benefits like easier digestion, less gas, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. We were the first infant formula company to earn the Clean Label Project Purity Award. And while we've put a lot into Byheart, there's a long list of things you won't see on our ingredient list. Like no corn syrup, no maltodextrin, no GMO ingredients, no soy, no palm oil. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
A good line in theory, like on the ice, but as I've mentioned on multiple shows now with the Bruins, uh, Eric Halla and Taylor Hall are two of the worst finishers in hockey. You know, like, and that's not conjectured. That's if you go to hockeyviz.com, it's a wonderful website, wonderful hockey stats website. Yes, you guys subscribe to. Um, they're just two of the worst finishers, worst finishing impacts in the league. So like they're relying on Brad Marchand and David Pasternak to carry the entire offensive scoring load on each of those two lines. I just think, I know it's a 3.2 total, but I, I, I think that, uh, losing Bergeron is a pretty big loss and makes Boston effectively a one-line team here tonight. If I was going to do anything with the Bruins, it might be some sort of power play stack. Uh, like, I honestly mean that. And, you know, we'll see what the power play looks like. They're going to have probably have power play guys across three different lines. So it'd have to be something like, you know, Martian, Pasternak, Hall, or something like that. Uh, but the Jets penalty kill really hasn't been that great just outside the bottom 10, like neck and neck with Montreal and Arizona over the last six weeks. Uh, they're also taking a fair share of penalties as well. So I think if you want to play Boston here, you don't play full even strength line. I don't even believe stud Nick is going to play the whole game up there. I think you just play um, a power play stack on the Winnipeg side, Winnipeg uh, one or two for me. It depends how uh, you want to build the rest of your lineup. I, I don't have a serious preference here. Like Winnipeg one has actually started to play a little bit better of late. Um, we're looking at 54% of the shot share, 54% of the expected goals in their last hundred minutes. Like that's actually pretty good for that line. So uh, yeah, I don't mind either of the top two Winnipeg lines. It depends what you want to do with the rest of your lineup on the Boston side. It'd be some sort of power play stack uh, or just move on. I Like maybe Charlie Coyle is a one-off because he's probably going to play over 20 minutes uh, on the blue line. Oh boy. Um, I don't think there's anybody from the Boston side. I really want to play like Grizzly is just priced in no man's land. Uh, at least over on DraftKings. like McAvoy is fine, fine for his price on both sites. I think Josh Morrissey also fine for his price on both sites. Um, Winnipeg does have some punts I'm interested in, uh, you know, Logan Stanley, Brendan Dillon, Dylan DeMello, any of those guys really stick out to you? Yeah. I mean, Logan Stanley has been pretty good. Uh, Jake loves Logan Stanley. He's actually turned me on to Logan Stanley. I just don't know how much Logan Stanley I'm going to have tonight with Eric Brandstrom at Ben Price. So unless I'm doing a lineup with Hellebuck and I'll just load in a Logan Stanley, Brendan Dillon or Dylan DeMello, then yeah. I like, for whatever reason, it's always hate Winnipeg one, love punting D with Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, um... I mean, Connor Hellebuck had a pretty good game the last time out, so maybe it could work again here for us uh, tonight. Uh, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season. We talked about it earlier. Let's talk about it now. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com. And we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. 
All right, let's get to our next game. Buffalo, 2.3 implied goal total going to Calgary. The Flames have a 4.1 implied goal total. Um, Calgary traded for Cali Yarncroft. It looks like he's going to be in the lineup tonight. He'll just slide in as the 3C uh, with Tyler Toffoli and Andrew Mangiapane. That means the top two lines from Calgary expected to be the same. Buffalo played last night, got their brains beat in by Edmonton 6-1. to one. They didn't change up their lines, though, so I, I assume that the lines they ran last night are the lines they're going to run tonight. I'm going to be honest, um, Buffalo is basically a one-line team at this moment, it seems to me. Uh, the depth really, really just isn't coming through. Um, their second and third lines just haven't been great. And when you get a Calgary team that's just rolling like this, it can be a problem. What do you think? Yeah, I'm getting annihilated in the chat right now. Like, with my smiling. You know, the one thing I'll say, I have the video up on the screen of myself. Smiling is not the problem. The size of my head is the problem. So be <laughs> creative when you're making fun of me. I have a nice smile. Anyway, getting to Calgary 1. Minutes are a big concern here. Uh, they played like 15-16 last game. Um, yeah, that, that might be a problem here for a line that's 21-5 on DraftKings. The thing is, like, they can get there easily. They just they just run everybody over so fast that like the reason they only play 15 minutes is because they're up six to three going into the third period. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I, I kind of still like Calgary one and GPPs uh, despite the minutes concern here, just because we saw, you know, Buffalo get their brains beat in last night. They're probably going to Dustin Tokarski tonight. So yeah, can Kachuk, get his three-point bonus in 15 minutes of ice time tonight? Probably. Um, I don't know. Like, I think there'll be a, a decent pivot off the Colorado one shock. You just have to hope they get there in 15 minutes because that's probably all they're going to be playing tonight. I do like that second line, or the Mangiapane, Yarncroft, Defoli line. The problem is they're all three wingers here. Kelly, on, on uh, DraftKings anyway, Yarncroft, Min Price, I think that helps a lot here. Um, yeah, like doing like a yarn croc to Foley or yarn croc Mangiapane. You can do, you can stack all three if you're using, you know, Ottawa one here. It's one of those lines you can use. So, yeah, I, I like that line here. You want to go to that third line or whatever the Backlund Coleman line is. I was kind of hoping that Cal Yarncroc would have slid into Trevor Lewis's spot. Um, but, you know, um beggars can't be choosers here so i'm probably out on that third line so for me calgary one if you're not using you know an expensive carolina or expensive colorado i do like that mangiapane yarn crock to foley line and since they left trevor lewis there i think there is an opportunity to go back to buffalo one tonight and I played them last night, very disappointing, but they're coming in again around two and a half percent. They are fully correlated. The Flames are pretty much in the playoffs here. That's why you see these minute reductions. Trevor Lewis on that line has not been good. You know what I mean? Like they're a worse than average line in terms of goal expected goals against, uh, chances, scoring chances against, you know what I mean? So I'm okay with going back to Buffalo one here especially in MME at that ownership, getting above the field won't be too hard. So yeah, just because they burned 
me and a lot of people yesterday doesn't mean you can't go back to them here. I think they make a good tournament play. Uh, going down the, the Buffalo side depth here, I like Victor Olsen maybe as a one-off, but I'd rather just stick to Buffalo one. Yeah, um, nothing from the Buffalo depth. It would be Buffalo one I would go back to. The one thing that kind of worries me is that there are some games Calgary's been having where they're just kind of rolling their lines. They're not hard matching that Blake Coleman line uh, against top competition. Um, so, you know, maybe Buffalo does see a fair bit of that yarn crock line. Maybe Buffalo does see a few shifts against, you know, Lynn Holman and Godro. That's just kind of what's drawing me away here. And honestly, the ownership isn't as low on Buffalo as I thought it might be like they're half the top two percentage. I thought it would be a lot different than that. So there's I'm still considering Buffalo, but I'm not as excited as I was before I heard, especially before I heard Darren Crock be in the lineup. But there's one thing he's good at. It's being a, a reasonable defensive forward. He's going to make that line uh, much better defensively. And they're already good to begin with. So I think I'm out on Buffalo, certainly a one to three. Once you get to your 20 max and above, then it's a consideration on the Calgary side. It is at the Foley Manchipani uh, yarn crock line that I do like. I, like I suspect you're going to get some fairly flat minutes across uh, the Fords, as you mentioned here tonight. So I don't want to pay like 21 K plus uh, for Calgary or, you know, even on uh, FanDuel, FanDuel are 25 K. I don't want to pay 25 K or 21 plus uh, for a line that might play like 16 minutes here tonight. So uh, it would be Manjipani to Foley Yarncroc. I like there are double center situations that you can play. We talked, um, we talked about one earlier uh, with Ottawa, with Colin White on the top line. I think, you know, power play stacking uh, Colorado in the later game is something we can talk about. So there are double centers you can get to. So Calgary two for me, Calgary Josh stack also definitely in play. Uh, Josh stack is when you stack six skaters uh, from the same team on DraftKings. Um, I think a Calgary Josh stack on a six game slate where, you know, there are a lot of back-to-backs and players missing and stuff like that. I think a Calgary Josh stack is perfectly fine as well. Uh, on the blue line, yeah, Noah Hannafin still got 21 plus, even though Oliver Shillington was back in the last game. So I do, uh, I do like Hannafin uh, again here tonight. He's expensive though. He's kind of in that no man's land. So honestly, I don't know if there's defensemen I would take out of this game unless I was correlating. What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think my favorite defenseman on Calgary is Rasmus Anderson. As disgusting oh as that sa- sounds coming out of my mouth. Like I was looking at minute allocations, like, Shillington got there, but he didn't play much. Maybe it's just his first game back from injury and they're trying to ramp him up slowly, but he didn't get the same minutes Hannafin and Anderson and Tanev did. So probably Rasmus Anderson, the correlate here. Or if I had a punt, it'd probably be <laughs> Eric Goodbranson. Uh, nothing too much on the Buffalo side. Yeah, I, I will say at least on the Buffalo side, like Yokoharu might play a lot of minutes. So maybe he gets there with block yeah. shots on DraftKings or something like that for 2,700. But yeah, that's probably about it. Uh, let's get to Florida within a 3.8 implied goal total going into Anaheim. The Ducks have a 2.6 implied goal total. I'm going to tell everybody right now, this looks to be an absolute mess, uh, on the Anaheim side because they're one of the teams that's going to be holding out a lot of players. We already have confirmation that Hampus Lindholm and likely, uh, Ricard Raquel will both be held out of the lineup tonight. I think Ryan Getzlaff is still injured if I'm not mistaken. Um, Max Comtois and Isaac Lundestrom are also two guys that might be held out tonight. Uh, because there is um, some uh, definite, at least Comtois, there are definite rumors, uh, you know, the the NHL national writers think he's going to be on the move. So you could see Getzlaff, Raquel, Comtois, 
and Hampus Lindholm all out of the lineup for Anaheim here tonight. Florida played last night. It's a road back-to-back for them. Four and six nights on the road, too, for Florida. But Anaheim looks to be absolutely gutted by their depth. What do you think? Yeah. Man, this game is, like, no matter what happens. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, I, like normally I have an idea, like, hmm, maybe this will happen, maybe that. Like, far to four and six on the road where they don't play as well on the road as they do at home. I'd probably be off them in a normal situation, but with all these guys sitting, like if Comtois sits too, like their top six is a giant mess. So who's going to stop them? They already have a pretty poor penalty kill. All these guys out with guys. So like guys shuffling around the lineup, they're probably playing with guys they never played before. They're probably going to take more penalties. So I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to just power play stack the Panthers tonight. Just go Barkov, Huberto, Duclair, or, you know, Barkov, Huberto, Reinhardt, Barkov, Ekblad. Mix and match in the power play guys. Um, you know, the ownership's okay on Florida. Like, Barkov's coming in projected 11% right now. Huberto, Duclair coming projected around 6%. I just... I think I'm just going to power play stack and call it a day. If I had to stack a line, it would be that second line again. Um, I'd rather just get in Barkov over Bennett. Um, so power play stack for me. On the duck side, looking at this ownership, it's kind of crazy because there's just so many question marks. So I, I don't know. Like As it stands right now, like I had interest in Comtois, Henry, Terry, but they're coming in at 13%, and we don't know if Comtois is going to play. So like, who's going to move up there? You know, like Daniel O'Regan, Sam Steele, like someone we know who isn't good is going to move up there if, if Comtois is out. So more likely than not, I'm probably out with the duck, out on the ducks. It's just 10 p.m. Eastern start, too many question marks to full stack. So like the most likely combos you're going to get are Henrique Terry, and Zegris Milano. So if I had to do anything, it would be two men, Zegris Milano or Henrique Terry. Yeah, I like what I, one thing I will say, uh, at least on the Anaheim side, is like Comtois, Henrique, and Terry is actually a good line. They're just coming in with a lot of ownership, right? But the good thing here is Max Comtois is twenty five hundred. So if they do move up, like a Derek Grant or you know, like you said, a Daniel Regan or a Sam Carrick or something like that, they're all twenty five hundred. So if you want to just full stack Anaheim to 
if Comtois does get sat, there's a reasonably good chance that the guy who replaces him will also be a $2,500 player on DraftKings. So I, I think he can get away with that. It would be the line I would stack Comtois, Henry, and Terry. They have been uh, fairly good together uh, in their minutes. Uh, 60% of the shot share, uh, controlling 67% of the scoring chances in 60 minutes together. It's just been really, really good. So Comtois, Henry, Terry, assuming they're together, would be the line I would stack. If you want to just go Henry, Terry, uh, just for a quick two-man, no issues there. On the Florida side, it's Florida two for me. Um, Florida power play, if you want power play stack, because that Anaheim penalty kill is brutal, uh, that's just fine. Uh, but Florida two, uh, we talk about them all the time, generating 34 scoring chances per 60 minutes. They're going to get depth matchups from Anaheim, and with that, you know, with their depth gutted, there's just nothing there to protect them. So Florida two, uh, Anaheim two, the Troy Terry line, I should say, for me in this game. On the blue line, uh, Mackenzie Wiegar, uh, his uh, peripherals have started to tick up very reasonable price uh, on DraftKings today as well um, at 4,800. Like Mackenzie Wiegar a lot here tonight. Gustav Forsling as well at 2,700. What do you think? Yeah, I agree on the Florida side. On the Anaheim side, it's probably going to be Fowler or Shattenkirk. Like, they're going to play a ton of minutes tonight. So, either one of those guys are fine, 3,400, 3,500. Not a bad price. Here at Osmo, we have an Osmo Hall of Fame where we like to celebrate uh, all our winners. And if you want to get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. That's Osmo H-O-F. You do all that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Let's see Carlos Banzo. Uh, taking down third place uh, Wednesday night in the NBA pick and roll over on FanDuel. Congrats to him. Uh, Jesus Figueroa, HA420, uh, taking down second place, looks like in that same contest for 1500 Jacob Pierce uh, splitting first, NBA showdown, uh, took 3550 as part of his split of first place. Uh, Dave DeRemer, uh pick four for $1,000, uh, doing well on prize picks. Uh, congrats to him. And Jay Fantano uh, as well, another parlay. Uh, the betting picks, uh, very, very popular of late. So congrats to those guys. Uh, just send your wins into the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter and you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Coming up after us, uh, we have the Locks Before Lock, 415 Eastern. That's the NBA prop betting show with Greg and Savoka. And they're followed by the NBA Double Dose of the Deeper Dive and live before lock. All right, Josh, let's get to this last game. Colorado, 3.9 implied goal total. Going into San Jose, the Sharks have a two and a half implied goal total. As I mentioned earlier, Colorado looks like they're probably going to be the highest owned uh, stack on the night. Um, they have the uh, top two hot projected owned, uh, highest owned stacks by our top two stacks tool. But on the flip side, man, San Jose is just awful. Um, I was talking, I was like, we were talking earlier in our discord, like, even lines with Timo Meyer on it are just falling flat on their face. This team is falling apart. Uh, there's a lot of ownership here, but I really do like the abs. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And just real quick, here's the full trade, Brandon Hagel. To the to the Bolts, Brandon Hagel and two-fourths. To the Hawks, two first-round picks, Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. Two late firsts and a couple, like, death That's guys. underwhelming for what he's – he's their new Blake Coleman. Yeah, anyways. A young Blake Coleman. He's 23 years old on a good contract. Yeah, I'm in on Colorado one here. They're going to be the highest owned stack of the night. It's no question. 
they haven't been great together in the Shushkin up there, but this is a depleted like Sharks team. Like, I don't know. Those numbers, like I was I was definitely considering the abs before you sent me those numbers. The the Couture Meyer numbers are just brutal the past month and a half. So yeah. Colorado one for me. Like Colorado two's okay, but like new hook being like they're cheap. And I think that's what it is, getting depth of the San Jose, which is just miserable. So, yeah, I could see going to, to Colorado, too, here. But I don't know. I don't think New Hook's completely ready for a top six role yet. So, if anything, I would just, like, add in Kadri or go Kadri Burakovsky. So, I don't know. This is Colorado one, Colorado power play for me. That's an expensive route if you want to take it. Um, on the San Jose side, Maybe something on the blue line. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like typically I would I wouldn't mind San Jose one here tonight. Like that Colorado top line is giving up a lot of chances against. That's the one that's one one of their big weaknesses is that top line is giving up chances. So if some people want to play that San Jose top line. I'm not gonna say no. Jake. But in the last 80 minutes, uh Logan Couture and Timo Meyer have played together 41% of the shot share, 46% of the expected goals, 3.1 expected goals against for 60 minutes. They've just been bad. Um, and that's going to be going into that Colorado one line here tonight. Anything can happen on, on, a, on, a, on a single night of hockey. So if you want to play San Jose one, they have good leverage. There's, you know, you, they are playable. Um, it's just everything except for San Jose's penalty kill is just completely falling off the map. And James Reimer played last night. So they're going to that Sawchenko kid likely here tonight. So yeah, I, I think I like uh, Colorado power play. I'm with you. Colorado one, Colorado power play stack would be the way I would handle this game. Um, nothing for me uh, on the San Jose side. Like I said, if you want to play San Jose one, not a problem. That's probably where I would stop, though. I wouldn't go any deeper than that. On the blue line, uh, always play Devin Taves. Um, he is getting somewhat expensive at 5,800, but I do like him at that price. On the San Jose side, if you need some blocks over on DraftKings, I think Jacob Middleton's the guy. What do you think? I agree. Yeah, it's Middleton, or I guess if you're using San Jose one, you can correlate one of the the more expensive guys. But it's probably Middleton for me. If you're power play stacking the abs, I don't even know if it's possible. I didn't check, but like McCarr seventy four hundred is really expensive. Um, if you can't get to him, Taze maybe a Josh Manson punt, but that's about it. So what you're saying is Colorado power play is Ottawa three tonight. Is that is that what we're doing? Yeah, Jake. Jake. Jake's definitely doing that. Like it's it's confirmed. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, I am not doing that. We are not uh, recommending Ottawa three here tonight, but we were, we are getting to the end of the show. Uh, Josh, we got to get out of here before we do. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies here tonight. My hat trick pick kind of talky, but I'm going with it. Valerie Nachushkin from Colorado and my goalies are Connor Hellebuck uh, from Winnipeg and Anton Forsberg from Ottawa. Who you got? Yeah, I like those two goalies. Those are the two I wrote down. Uh, if you have to spend up, I think it would probably just be for Markstrom. Like, it, I don't know, safe, quote-unquote, feels that way. Or Bob, because the Ducks are depleted. But, like, I just worry about shot volume there. I think Martin Jones is a spicy GPB play. And my hat-trick pick is going to be Colin White. Wow. 
I like that. All right, <laughs> Cole White, Valerie Nutrushkin are your hat trick picks for tonight. All right, we are out of here. We will be back tomorrow. I forgot to see, check what time it is. I think it's at 11 Eastern tomorrow, oh, but really? we will be back uh, tomorrow with our Saturday show. So until then, for producer Mike, for single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris, I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.